Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 57, recorded July 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, first pick of the Mercy Tin Lever, first pick of the Seagull Pick Proof, 200k club patches are in, the American Lock Collectors Association, Canadian Lock Pickers Discord, making a lock pick ring, more tips for bypassing the new Master 175, the latest Reddit belt stats, don't pick your neighbor's lock, lock picking criminals, sales, and giveaways. You can subscribe to the audio version of this show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. If you don't already have a podcast app, you can find one at newpodcastapps.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some apps limit the length of show notes and the links I can post, but you can always find full show notes with all of the links at thelocksportscast.com. You can find video clips from some of the stories discussed on our Clips YouTube channel. Link will be in the show notes. Start off with just one quick announcement. A reminder to please vote for the Lock Sportscast in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. You can vote for it in the Games and Hobbies category and also the Adam Curry People's Choice Award category. I would appreciate if you would go to podcastawards.com and vote for the Lock Sportscast in both categories. And give me feedback on the process. I'm still trying to figure out how exactly they run things. So it's, it's a different system than what I use, but I'm uh, trying to gather ideas for the Lockheed Awards. So first up in the news, we have what appears to be the first public pick of the 10-lever Mercy with its casing and cover on by Gravity Karma in his video Mercy 10-lever pick. So congratulations, first of all, Gravity Karma. That is amazing. And I want to say that I worded that very carefully because that was the first public pick of the 10-lever Mercy with its casing cover on. Teherne has a video up picking the Mercy 10-lever, but with its outer casing off. That was uh, back in March. And there's also a 14-lever version that's been publicly picked, I believe, by Oro, I think. Oh, I could be wrong on that, so don't quote me. But um, up until last year, nobody had picked any of these locks, so very impressive. And the the cover does add an extra element you can't see is through all the little openings. Also, the uh, the keyway has a raised lip around it, so it adds a little bit of extra challenge there. So very well done, Gravity Karma. Also, we apparently have the first public pick of the Seagull Pick Proof in another amazing video by Artichoke2000 called Never Write Pick Proof on Your Lock, The Tale of the Seagull Pick Proof, which is uh, part four in his gin series. He gives a brief history of this rare lock and explains how it works and how to pick it before actually picking it for the first time publicly on camera. And he also provides it down the keyway shot and a really good explanation, like Artichoke is known for, of what he's doing and why he's doing it. And uh, I just want to say, well done, Artichoke. Very impressive picking. Sir Paradise sent in a note for me to read. He says, 200k club patches are in. Please follow the instructions on requesting a patch. Otherwise, you will likely have to wait a bit. I am not good at tracking emails or sorting them. So unless you have a clear picture showing the core rotated and the key, hopefully including the model number on the lock, 
and your email ad or and your address in the email it will likely fall into the not approved file and you'll have to wait until the next time i sort through the emails and with that he included a link to a video demonstrating what he expects to be in the picture i'll have a link to that in the show notes he continued on a shirt design is being finalized but in order to get the cost to a reasonable amount we need to have a minimum print amount of 30 shirts once ready, I will publish to the design and ask for pre-orders. Only once we hit the minimum of 30 will I have these made. He says, note, the Mhart shirt by Mick777Oz was $50 or so, and the feedback from the community was is that that's a bit high. Well, knowing from experience, it is not high. They need to print 30 to 50 shirts to get the cost lower. He is not trying to make a profit from these shirts, nor am I. Actually, I'm probably losing a bit on the shirts. Also, please be aware, I am not charging or making anything from the 200k club patches either. I'm paying for the envelope, the stamps, along with taking the time to sort through emails and address them. I do this for my love of the community. Please make it easy and follow the instructions. Yeah, and even if they were, I know they're not, but even if they were making a slight profit from this for their time, I wouldn't blame them. That's a lot of work they're taking on voluntarily designing the shirts, getting the shirts made, uh, sorting through the emails, mailing out these patches. Thank you for your, for what, for what you do. And, uh, I, I know I appreciate it. And I know several others in the community do as well. While we're on the subject of the 200 K club, Vitsona posted on Reddit, 200 K club Euro edition says patches are in for all of us. UK slash Euro pickers. Drop me a private message on here or Discord with a link to your picked Packlock 90A Pro or PL410 Pro and your address. The first batch will be sent next week. So patches are ready, whether you're in US or UK, Europe. You, uh, you can get your patches. Just make sure you follow their very specific instructions for whichever person you're having to go through for your patches. And please make it as easy as possible. Remember, they are donating their time to do this and jeff moss dropped a note said listening to your latest episode i thought i would also share the american lock collectors association i had shared the independent lock collectors association in a previous episode and so he wanted to share the american lock collectors association and i looked up their website and found their description of what it is here so i'll read that the American Lock Collectors Association was founded in 1970. Its purpose is to educate, socially unite, and discover new lock collectors. These goals are accomplished through a large newsletter written by experts in the hobby, also by association-sponsored lock shows, and well-organized and maintained internet website. The association is not exclusively for lock or padlock collectors, but open to all forms of locking devices, keys, and other related items. This website has been created to facilitate the exchange of information, assistance, and also a marketplace for locking devices, keys, and other related items to be sold, bought, or traded. And the Journal of Lock Collecting is published five times a year. You can find more information at the link in the show notes or alca.name. So it's alca.name. You can go over there and check that out if you're interested. 
And Sek Philomath sent in a note also, said, wasn't sure if you had heard, but there's a new Locksport Discord server we are building up. Come check us out. We are a small group, but it is only a start. It, and the group is called, or the Discord is called Canadian Lock Pickers. And you can find it at the link in the show notes or go to theclp.ca. So theclp.ca, and that will get you invited to the server. If you hadn't already noticed, there is a new blog post on Tool UK's site. This one is entitled Rick's Picking Journey from Injury to YouTube Part 1. And Zephine posted in the Discord about it, said, The Rickest Rick has kindly written an article for Tool.UK and covers some of the ways he's adjusted his picking setup to be more friendly for people with back problems. I highly recommend giving it a read. So I will have a link to that blog post in the show notes, but you can also just go to tool.uk and click on the blog link. And Sherell shared a couple of videos by Locknoob this last week. We have Locknoob did a review of some pinning mats, uh, Peterson, Sparrows, and Lab pinning mats. This is the first time I've personally noticed somebody actually reviewing pinning mats, so I thought it was worthy of a note. The description says, All these years, I haven't reviewed any pinning mats until now well here are some of my favorites are there some others i should review in the future let me know and to my taste an even more impressive video by lock Noob was put out this week called making a lock pick ring you people if you've been following this podcast you know i love watching people make stuff so uh the description reads i absolutely love this I had the idea that I wanted to make a ring out of a whole, unmodified lock pick, so I am pleased with the results. It's stainless steel with 925 silver, and I now wear it. And it is gorgeous. It basically carefully rolls this uh, soft stainless steel pick. It was a, a test cut, anyway. Made out of soft stainless steel. He rolls it up very carefully into a ring, solders it to hold it, polishes it all up. It's gorgeous. You really should check it out. And Room Picker shared a video called Master Lock Tough Under Fire, where he actually tests Master Lock's fire resistance. <laughs> um, also, uh, the video includes some footage from the meetup they had at Diggs Place, and it's nice to see the guys together there. Wish I could have made that. Sorry, guys. But, yeah, let's just say Master Lock is not tough in fire, that's for sure. And Oak City Locksport posted a video called Sesame Lock Bypasses and the Improved Master 175. They say the standard Sesame-style lock bypass with a mini knife is well known, but each vendor's lock may have slightly different position or angle that works. Master, in particular has been improving their design to make it more difficult to bypass. In this video, I'll show you how to bypass the CCL, Brinks, and Master 175 Sesame-style locks that I received from DeviantOlive with tips from Max Power and my own personal tweak that makes the Master easier. So I thought that was a pretty good video. Um, I also showed a video a few episodes back of somebody coming up with a di slightly different way a slightly different tool to bypass the new Master 175. So they keep improving them, trying to tighten things up, but they keep leaving the same main problem in place. 
and good guy on Twitter shared a tweet here that says law lock tools their light thin picks are just as good as their pro if you add a little something to the handle a little heat shrink is all this one needed and i just want to say this is a good tip for all thin handled or handleless picks i forgot about this little tip last week when a listener in my discord asked about ways to make handles for handleless picks totally slipped my mind i you know, pointed them to go check YouTube, but um, I totally forgot this little trick. So this is a good reminder to myself as well as everyone else that heat shrink can do wonders, especially if you use multiple layers or you use the heat, the thicker stuff. Anyway, just a little tip I wanted to share because it was on my mind this week. And Deadlock's pass round box is currently in possession of Zimzima in France. Zimzima will be doing a giveaway to select the next person to receive the box. There will be more details on that in the giveaway section. I just wanted to give everybody an update where the box was. And Albert LaBelle tweeted, I am learning to pick elbow locks now, and I'm quite proud of that. It has taken me a long time to understand them and hone my skills. Not sure if this qualifies as news, but it's worth a shot. Absolutely worth a shot. And it's community news. It's all good. And I just wanted to mention also that he's actually been knocking off quite a few different types of disc detainer locks lately. Well done, Big Al. And while I'm on the uh, subject of community members, I just wanted to say um, Michael Gilchrist, a.k.a. Norlin, in addition to being a mod for the Lockpickers United Discord and the Lockpicking subreddit, has been just tearing through high-security locks the last few weeks. Uh... Every few days, he's putting out another lock that would probably take me a month to to figure out. He's posting a video on another one. So, just racking up the Dawn points. Well done. Amazing work by uh, Michael Gilchrist. Make sure you go check out his YouTube channel and and the work he's been doing. Really, really impressive picking there. And Terrell pointed out a tweet right before I started recording here by Lock Picking Patrolman. Now the locksmithing patrolman, I guess, says, Okay, so since I've made the announcement on my live, I will make it here. I have found employment as a full-time locksmith at a shop nearby. First day is on the 12th. Still have butterflies, but I'm excited to start. Congratulations, lockpicking uh, or locksmithing patrolman. However you want to be called, I think your YouTube, I think your YouTube channel name is one thing and your Twitter is another. So anyway, congratulations. And we look forward to the updates as you learn in your career. And I also wanted to point out the rubber band and his hooligankeys.com were highlighted in Deviant Olaf's latest video. The video was entitled An Interesting Access Control System Modification. And it was on the Dorking system. And one of the things he points out is that they have now included a couple of different key options instead of the same old 16120 or whatever it was. And he points out that people are now selling those other keys, and one of those people is rubberband at hooligankeys.com. And don't forget that you have the option to get a $20 gift code for hooligankeys.com in my monthly giveaway as an option instead of the pack lock that I normally give away. Congratulations on the little free promotion there, rubberband. And hopefully you'll remember us little folk when you're famous. And moving on to the karate belts. Normally I use that sounder only 
before announcing a black belt, but I've just decided I'm just going to start using it to announce when I'm going into the Black Pickers United belts announcements. So this week we have two new purple belts. We have Cross Thomas and Keyless Entry. Congratulations to both of you. We have a new brown belt, Ada Marie. I think I announced getting a purple, was it last week or the week before? Now brown. Moving right up the ranks. Very well done. Uh, for red belts, we have Lockjock Key, new red belt picker. And we have a new black belt. The announcement on the Discord reads, Everyone, please welcome our newest black belt, Efficient Ringo. I don't know how to say that. Shower him with pings for their accomplishment of picking an Asa Twin 6000 with Jens, a Miwa U9, an Eva 3KS, and an Abloy Disc Lock Pro with a pick made from an ejector pin. For Epic Quest, he managed to crack the Group 2 safe dial while working closely with the Lock Pickers United community. So, very well done. Congratulations, Efficient Ringo, and all the rest of you, uh, Cross Thomas, Keyless Entry, Ada Marie, and Lockjock Key. Congratulations. Good going. And now we've got the updated Reddit belt counts. These were posted hours before this recording, so I'll just read those off here real quick. We have a total of 4,876 belts in the Reddit system. The white belts, we have 837, 1,360 yellow belts, 1,683 orange belts, 566 green belts, 193 blue belts, 92 purple belts, 49 brown belts, 39 red belts, and 57 black belts. If you're not already familiar with the Lockpickers United belt system, there are links in the show notes to the official page as well as some videos that explain the system, so be sure to check those out. It is a fun system for just helping you have some fun while you advance through the ranks and learn more and more complex locks. We have some new speedlocks.org records that were posted. Brand new record for the Master Lock 141 by Halzen in 0.3 seconds. 0.3 seconds. Wow. I mean, how do you do that? I haven't watched the video, but I, yeah, eh. Uh, we have a f- couple of first records, the Bergwachner 400E30 Mango by Pandafrog in 9.209 seconds, and a Masterlock 575 by Halzen in 5.184 seconds. Also, update on the tournament, the first day of Speedlock's Tournament of Champions has started, they said. We already have some fire entries. Who will win? Stay tuned. So that was posted on the Discord. So we'll keep our ears out for updates on the tournament. Now it's time to take a quick break. Say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. Those include the Patreon producers. We have Bill N., Medler, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starrylock, Williams Brain, Dave Dubiti Seifert, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, PH Picker, Three Raccoons in a Coat, Trell, Mog, and John Locke. Thank you to all of you. Chief content producer for this episode was Trell. And the other content producers for this episode are Albert LaBelle, Fezgi, Fezgi, I'm not sure how to say that, <laughs> HP Logic, 
Jeff Moss, John Locke, Joshua Gonzalez, Kraken, Panda Frog, Picked It Mate, Rune, Sekphilomath, Philomath, Sekphilomath, Sir Paradise, Starry Lock, Tony Varelli, and Zimzima. I have a hard time with that. For some reason, I want to say Sekphilomath, but I know we have a town here right next, right down the road from me that's uh, Philomath, spelled the same way. So, should probably say it Sekhalomath, but I don't know if that's how they pronounce it in Canada. So I don't know. Anyway, I babbled. Just remember the show is only possible because of your information and support. So if you value the podcast, please help make it a resource for other people in the community by sending in your news, links, events, and giveaway information. You have your little groups, communities, YouTube channels, and other resources that you deal with in the Locksport community that other people may not be following. So anything you come across, share it with me. I'll get it out on the podcast so everyone else can share the knowledge and learn what's going on. You can send any of that to any of the contact methods you find in the locksportscast.com slash support or the locksportscast.com slash contact or just send it to podcast at the locksportscast.com. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends. Especially if you're doing an in-person meetup, people that may not do spend a lot of time in the online communities may not know about the podcast, so that's a good place to share it. You can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. You can leave a comment, a thumbs up on YouTube. You can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube channel or on your favorite podcasting app. You can also donate on PayPal or subscribe on Patreon. If you do subscribe on Patreon, you get a private RSS feed that We'll let you get the audio version a little early when I'm finished editing it, not the normal Monday release time. It's the only real perk that I actually do for them right now. So that's that. Also, please vote for the Lock Sportscast in the Podcast Awards at podcastawards.com. I would really appreciate it. Look, I know I don't have a big enough podcast. I'm probably not going to win anything. It's a people's choice. It's But it would be kind of cool to get in that nominated top 10 and be mentioned on the show. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You can find all the ways to support the show at thelocksportscast.com slash support. If you support the show with the donation or information I use in the show, I will give you credit and a shout out in the show. So thank you in advance for all of your support. Moving on real quick to the state of the podcast. Not a whole lot to mention other than uh, this week. If I sound a little off or I am look a little different or the show reads is a little short or anything, it's partially because I haven't had a whole lot of time to prepare and I'm really uncomfortable. So my air conditioner is broken in the bedroom, so I've not been sleeping as well as normal. There is no air conditioning in this recording room, and it is really hot in here with the computer running and the lights on. And also, um, my bathroom, I'm tearing apart because a couple of days ago we discovered a soft spot in the floor because the bathtub drain was leaking, and I'm having to replace the bathtub sections of the floor and the wall, and it's a big mess, and I'm right in the middle of it, and I'm taking a break to record this podcast. So thank you for understanding if I'm a little off this week. But let's get back on to the show. For products this week, I just thought I would mention that there is a Humble Bundle that some of you might find interesting. I know there's a lot of crossover between the lockpickers and some of the people interested in cybersecurity. So I'm just going to 
mention this real quick. There is a Cybersecurity 2021 Humble Bundle. I'll just read what it uses as its description here. They, it reads, They can't hack, fish, or scam you if you're digitally invulnerable. We've teamed up with Hacked to make you virtually, and we really do mean virtually, bulletproof. Pick up ebooks like Learn Computer Forensics, Cybersecurity Threats, Malware Trends and Strategies, Mastering Malware Analysis, and Mastering Python for Networking and Security. Do this and you'll learn how to make your computer systems immune to all manner of attacks and intrusions. Plus, your purchase helps support Covenant House. So, anyway, not trying to pressure anybody to buy it. I have no stake in any of it. I just thought it might be something you would find interesting. That brings us to the American Key Supply Crazy Locksmith Story of the Week. This one reads, We had an auction purchase home that an investor sent us to rekey. After we were almost complete, a gentleman comes to the house and inquires about the work we are doing. Halfway through my explanation, he suddenly asks us to leave or else he'd be calling the cops. We call the investor and he verifies everything, but the man still calls the cops. Just as we are finishing up, the police arrive and told us they needed to sort this out. They instruct us to leave and explain they will contact us. They tell the man who called they'll do some research. Please take our text ID, but not the gentleman's. Our investor drove down, asked us to meet at the house 30 minutes later, where he verified that everything was correct. As we were discussing the matter with the investor in front of the house, the next-door neighbor informed us that the gentleman who called the police just loaded up all the appliances in a U-Haul. We immediately called the police, only to discover that they never got the man's ID because he was so convincing. Well, good job with social engineering for that guy. <laughs> oh. Isn't that the most basic thing a police officer does when they're interacting with somebody in a situation is get the ID and verify who they are? if nothing else, so that you have that for your report. Anyway, now moving on to the lockpicking criminal news. This first one is both criminal news and what not to do as a lock sporter. So let's get into this here. It's entitled Video. Neighbor tries to break into man's apartment, says he was practicing how to pick his own lock. So a trending Reddit video shows that a neighbor playing stupid games and finding himself caught trying to break into someone's apartment. He then claims he was picking the person's lock to practice getting into his own apartment. The video was posted to Reddit's uh, Win Stupid Prizes subreddit and starts off with a man filming his door because he can hear and see his neighbor working on his lock, seemingly tried to break into his apartment. He puts the phone's camera up to the peephole where another person is evidently picking the lock. He lets the guy work on his lock for a second. He suddenly unlocks the door from the inside, jumps out on top of and straddles the lock picker in the breezeway, slaps him around a little bit. The guy says, dude, I wasn't trying to do anything. I promise. <laughs> and uh, the homeowner is saying, or the apartment owner is saying, why are you trying to break into my crib, bro? Slaps him around a little more. The guy keep, just keeps begging to for the guy to stop, claiming he wasn't doing anything. He then says he was trying to figure out how to pick his own door lock because he thinks his door lock is messed up, so he is practicing on his neighbor's lock. Anyway, slaps him around a little bit more and then runs him off. Um, It's an interesting video. I'll have a link in the show notes. But the main lesson here is don't pick your neighbor's lock. 
what and what was this guy thinking? Even if, I mean, even if he's telling the truth and he's a lock sporter, that's stupid. Number one, <laughs> and you could knock on the neighbor's door and say, "Hey, can I practice on your lock?" I suppose, but <laughs> you really shouldn't anyway. He's either a stupid criminal because he didn't even bother to check and see if anybody's home, or he's a a lock sporter who's breaking major major rules and going to get himself in serious trouble. Now, this next story, I'm not going to go into any of the the full details here. The whole thing just makes me sick and angry when I read the details. But it does have a lockpicking element that I will touch on. The article I came across is entitled, Day 2 of Henderson Trial Testimony Focuses on Autopsies, Cell Data, and Testimony of Accused Accomplice. It's from Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. Christopher Henderson is on trial for multiple murders both adults and children. And it says that on the second day of testimony in the trial, Rhonda Carlson, Christopher Henderson's first wife, testified. But prior to Carlson taking the stand, the jury heard from investigators about digital evidence from two of three phones collected. Lockpicking videos were shared with the jury along with a shooting range video. The videos appear to be from the internet. Carlson recognized the videos, saying Henderson shared them with her. Also, there was an update. On uh, July 1st, Henderson was found guilty on all 15 capital murder charges in connection with the murder of his wife and three of her family members in 2015. So, they convicted him, um, but that is is an egregious case of lockpicking used for very, very bad purposes and a good example of why we should have better quality locks in the United States. All right, moving on to sales. New sale that was put out, southord.com is having a 25% off all products with the code FREEDOM21, which is good through July 25th. Their celebration of the 4th of July, the code is FREEDOM21, all one word. Also, uh, I'm going to share this one last time because I don't know when it expires and I can't check it, but 25% off uh, the electronic pick gun blades with the code EPG25% at lawlocktools.co.uk. If it works for you, great, but I can't check it without actually going through the full checkout process and I don't want to buy any blades. I don't have an electronic pick gun or electric pick gun. So, Tony Varelli. 3dlocksport.com, 10% off with the code LSCAST10. That is just for you guys listening to the podcast. L-S-C-A-S-T-1-0, 10% off at 3dlocksport.com. Mako Locks, 15% off with the code by Mako. Just seems to always work. UK Lockpickers, uklockpickers.co.uk, 10% off with the code GIFT. Again, no expiration. I have no idea when, but at least I can check those two. Moving on to giveaways. As mentioned earlier, Zimzima is going to do a giveaway for the Deadlocks Passaround Box. I'll just read what he says here. A few weeks ago, I received Deadlocks Passaround Box from RunePicker. In this video, I will be picking the box, finding out what's inside, and starting a giveaway to choose the next person to receive it. Rules of giveaway are simple. Run until 14th of July to to participate. Add a comment to this video with hashtag Passaround and tell me what the favorite lock in your collection is and why. If you win, I will send the pass box to you. You will then be expected to send it off to the next person 
and keep this cool traveling challenge box going. Keep in mind, this will mean paying for postage, etc. We have a new give giveaway from Fizgy. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I apologize. The video that announced it is entitled Giveaway Celebration Hashtag Mini Me Giveaway, or G-A-W. Um, the prize is a CASP K19070XD. And it says, thanks to Panda Frog for the idea. Obviously, the mini Panda Frog giveaway was the inspiration. The giveaway will run until birth. Expected date is currently 23rd of July. The rules. Gotta be a member of the Locksport community. Must use the hashtag MiniMeGAW in the title of the video. Each video counts as one entry. Max two videos are counted. Get an additional entry for each correct guess. You have to guess the date of birth the weight, and the length. So get over there and check that out. We have Kraken with the July giveaway, hashtag KrakenJuly21. Short version, he says, tell me how you discovered Locksport and use hashtag KrakenJuly21. As always, you can just throw a handful of picks at a lock and use the hashtag, and I'll probably count it. <laughs> He's pretty loose with his rules, but really, it's easy. Pick a lock while you tell him the story of how you discovered Locksport. Everybody wants to know how we all got into it. That's why I ask it in my interview questions. I think it's fascinating the way people found their way into this. Uh, John Locke, 100 subscriber celebration giveaway. Hashtag John Locke 100 is still running. I won't go through all the rules this time. I've done it before, but that one expires on July 11th. So your time is running out. Get over there and get entered. Room Picker gives away the challenge locks he picks on Saturdays. So you can go over to his channel and check that out panda frog has his july video up it's his english 207 lock picking one finger little one finger picking panda frog 21 jul is the hashtag and the rules pick a lock with pick pick a lock with pick taped to one finger extra entry for taping the tensioner to a finger shout out would be nice but is not mandatory use the hashtag Comment under this video to make sure he sees your entry. So basically, you have to tape a lockpick to one of your fingers. Don't touch it with the other fingers. Just use the tape on lockpick to pick a lock. If You, you can you tension normally, but he says you get an extra entry if you tape the tensioner also to a finger. So you're picking basically with tools taped to two separate fingers. Don't, don't use your other fingers. And the giveaways close on 31st of July. CLK Supplies, hashtag LockBoss giveaway. Every week they give away a lot of good prizes, so if you're into the giveaway thing, go check them out. And the Lock Sportscast, my monthly giveaway for either custom Packlock 100A or $20 gift code to hooligankeys.com. You can find full rules at giveaway.thelocksportscast.com. Basically, supply me with information I can use in the show. I'll get you an entry. Share the show online on social media. Tag me to make sure I see it. I'll give you a giveaway. It's that simple. Really easy to get entered. Remember to send me any information you have that's Locksport related. Even if you don't think it's important, it might just be the bit of information that I need to put my outline together and finish a show. Thank you for all of your support. And please head to podcastawards.com and vote for the Locksportscast. You can find it in the games and hobbies category and also the... Adam Curry P. 
People's Choice Podcast Award category. Thank you. Keep it legal. Now, Lou, moving on to the lockpicko.